0: Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard.
1: Sin upon you, behold the
0: darkness shall
1: cover the earth, and cross darkness cover the people, but the Lord shall arise. They pass me by I can see it In their eyes Empty people filled with cares Headed who knows where On they go private pain. Living fear to fear. Laughter hides their silent cries. Only Jesus seems right what could be a greater cost giving hope While other religions take over But the light of the gospel has grown dim over there So many will go to hell How come you stayed in one city, in one place In the place that you thought was best for you? You didn't go as far as I told you to go. You stayed where you thought you'd prosper. Child, oh, 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 child, you should have gone to the end of the world. It's time now to go. must rise up, and we must go. How many more years do we have? Are we going to stay in our comfort zone? Where have our fears led us? They have only kept us from the blessings of God. You stayed in one city, in one place, in the place that you thought was best for you. You didn't go as far as I told you to go. You stayed where you thought you'd prosper, oh child. Go i
2: Can you hear me? Okay. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Let us pray. Let's pray. Let's bow our heads and say a word of prayer. Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for the blessing of coming together again and thank you for this great privilege you've given us to share your word, to preach your word. Thank you for exhortation and thank you for direction, Lord. Let your mighty will be done Lord and let your great kingdom be established amongst us thank you Father may you find in us Lord people that you can trust and people that you can depend on Lord thank you for your blessing thank you for this great privilege in Jesus name Amen God bless you wow take your seats Beautiful. Good to see all of you. Think I haven't seen you this year, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so, so happy new year to all of you. And those of who have celebrated your birthdays, happy birthday to you too. And um, happy Easter in advance. And um, all greetings and everything. Good to see all of you and uh, it's a blessing to see you again and to be here tonight so uh, i have a brief exhortation uh, for you tonight so just a very short exhortation but i believe that it's relevant and i'm sharing with with you from the book many are called and uh, i'm actually sharing from the last chapter which is entitled The Unchanging Purpose of Christianity. So, uh, I feel this evening I should come here and share with you the unchanging purpose of Christianity. That the purpose of Christianity hasn't changed. You know, the world has changed a lot, isn't it? How many since you were born can see that things have changed? Even your life has changed. Um, um, Sometimes what happens to us, not sometimes, all the time, what happens to us is that we follow more of the changing scenes of life or the changing issues and experiences of life. It affects us and it makes us feel as though God is also changing. But I've realized that... um, no matter what happens in your life, and no matter what is going on in your life, it's not a determinant for what God intends to do, or what God wants, or what God is doing. God's purpose is still unchanging. It's unchanging. You've grown up. Some have married, have children. And you may think that, you may think that, you see, it gets to a point in your life where you feel uh, marriage is what God must be doing because it's like that's what you need. So God must be, must, must be working on marriage and must be giving you somebody to marry and must be blessing you with a spouse. It's like, God, you, you, have to, you have to sort this thing out. And at such times, you may be thinking that everything else is on pause, including what God has told you to do. You may think that because of your need or your most pressing need, God is on break or God is exempting you or God has forgotten what he said or what he told you to do. But it doesn't change it. Your pressing need of marriage of getting someone to marry you doesn't change uh, God's purpose or God's intention. Or you're married, and then maybe you want a child. You're believing God for a child. Or you have children, and you want something for your children. You may think, you may think that now, all that God is into is that these children um, must become what you want them to become. And you'll be praying. And by the grace of God, they will become. Your prayers will be answered. Yes. It's not as though your prayers won't be answered. Your prayers will be answered, but... You you also have to remember that God's purpose for saving you hasn't changed. It, has, it hasn't changed at all. It hasn't changed. Um, you have your children. Now, what do you want next? A good job, isn't it? You want a good job, a better job, so that you can have a, big, a bigger house. A house with more rooms, isn't it? A house with more rooms, yeah, yeah. You, you, want, you want to move to Kent, like a typical um, immigrant in England. You want to move to Kent. Now we are in Kent. Yes. And the children must go to what? Grammar schools and they should go to uni. Fine. God will bless you with a big house in Kent. Your children will go to grammar school. Your children will go to university or uni. They will study wonderful courses. You will have it. But I need to tell you, I need to tell you that God's purpose for saving you hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. Your needs, your desires, your need for money, you want more money, isn't it? I mean, if you like more money, receive more money. Yes. You have more money. Look. One of the things about God, if you read your scriptures well, you understand, is that there's something called hidden treasures. Yes. There's, there's a source that when God opens and unlocks into your life, you will see, you will see that God has things. Yes. You, you will discover that God has, God has things apart from your salary. May you be promoted above your salary. But um, it doesn't change. It doesn't change what God expects or what God intends to do. It hasn't changed it. It hasn't changed it. Your, your, your little saints and your big saints. You know, I, I don't know which one is. Little, I don't know which one is big. But your little saints and your big saints. That maybe sometimes becomes almost like. Your main focus and your main struggles. How can I break out of this um, fornication? How can I break out of this pornography? How can I break out of this masturbation? How can I break out of these lies? How can I come out of this um, fraud lifestyle? I mean, doing four one nine nine All the permutations. It it, it, it it can it can easily it because it that's why sometimes you see some pastors their message has changed. Yes, they preach a certain message because of the needs of the people. The needs of the people. Someone sent me a message um, a few hours ago, and the person was saying that um, she's been having some attacks, and she said uh, especially because. She's the first daughter of her parents. So I asked her that. Who, who taught you that there's something special about first daughter, that Satan is, is somewhere identifying first daughters? I mean, I, I, I just asked her, where, where, where did you learn that from? Till now, she hasn't responded to my question. She hasn't responded. Because I, I said, I said it's, it's a new thing that I want to know. Maybe it's true. I'm not saying it's not true. It could be true. I don't know. But I, there should be some verses. You know, like how there's a verse that says that you serve the Lord. You work 25 to 50. After 50, you are playing extra time. Like me, I'm playing extra time. I finished I finish my, my, my round. Those of you who are under 50, you better be serious. Yes, when we finish, we finish our time. We finish our time. Oh, we finish. It's finished. We are playing extra time. You know, we've just, we just been brought on like uh, some footballers who are finished playing, and then you just bring them on for inspiration. It's like for happiness. Yes, we have, we've, we've passed 50. Yes, someone when we were 26 and 27, we, we started this church. I don't know where you were, but that's when we started. We are also 26 and we were also 27. That's how old we were. Yes, we've done, we've done it. We've done it for 25 years. Yes, bless the name of the Lord. He's given us the life and the grace to do it for 25. We've done it for 25 years. We've done it. And he says that, look, his word says that after 50, you rest. You understand? You just, you just cool off. You cool off a bit. Occasionally, you come around to encourage the troops. Yes. <laughs> you come around to encourage the troops and to cheer them on. That you know what God's purpose hasn't changed. So that, that's why I've come around. To cheer you on that, you know, God hasn't finished. So you have to carry on. You have to carry on you have to carry you, have, you have you have you have to be you have to be able to overcome those um struggles in your body you have to be able to overcome it that, that's real conversion if you're converted if you're converted you you won't, you won't have certain problems real 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 filled with the holy spirit that the holy spirit is now at work in you you don't you don't you you, you your old life it really becomes your old life i mean read about paul all you you are playing with your um, organ. Paul. Paul, he was killing people. And he was killing Christians. He was killing Christians. You are sitting there with your um, little thing. When you finish playing with it, you feel that's all oh, that has to be sorted. How you can stop playing with this little thing in front of you. But look... <laughs> What happened there? So, um, are, are, you, are you with me? Are you understand what I'm saying? So, you see, some of those you have to, you have to really, I don't know what, what you can do, but you really have to overcome. Because That's conversion. Otherwise, as though you're not converted. It's not my place to say whether you're converted or not, but I can just hint to you that, you know, you can't carry that thing on in ministry, neither can you carry it on into heaven. Yes. Yes. Don't say I didn't tell you. I told you. Have I told you one summer? my lecturer said to me that don't say I didn't do it for you. Okay, so I, I, I had this lecture. I had this lecture. He taught us. What did he teach us? Either, no, I think complex analysis or something like that, yeah. So, um, the syllabus was in four parts. That was the end of the semester. He couldn't finish all four parts. He could only do three parts. So he stood in front of the whole class. and He said to us, he promises us the fourth part he has not taught us. There will be no question from there. So don't worry about it that I haven't taught you. Don't worry, I won't. I'm just going to ask you questions from these three parts. So prepare on these three parts. I have taught you. I know I haven't taught you the fourth part. So don't worry about it. We all believe, we said, okay, thank you. Thank you, sir. Then I remember it was in the middle of the night. I was studying with a friend. He was called Shalom. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going through past questions. Then we saw a question from that fourth part that this guy hasn't taught us. And I said to Shalom that, Shalom, you know what? We have to go and ask this guy to give us the solution to this question. So I asked him, tell Shalom, what do you think? He said, I think so. I said, we forego. Tomorrow we forego. Make we go see him. He said yes. So the following morning, we went to this man's office with a question in front of him. He said, we want the solution for this question. The one that is not. Yes. He looked at us and said, but I told you that. I'm not asking questions. We said, sir, we just want the solution. It doesn't matter. We just just want to know how to solve such a question. So I remember, he stretched out his hand like this into his printer and took out an A4 sheet, plain sheet. He just sat there writing the solution. He wrote it down for us like this. He said, this is it. Before we leave his office, he said, Tomorrow, the exam was the next day. He said, tomorrow, when you go to the exam room and you see this question there. That he, did, he used his two hands like this and slapped his deck. He said, you see this question there. Boom. Don't say I didn't teach you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. He said, tomorrow, when you go to the exam room and you see this question there. And he slapped his table. Then he pointed and said, Don't say I didn't teach you. We said, Yes, sir. So I looked at Shalom, and Shalom looked at me. It's not something you can understand, you have to memorize it. So the only thing left now is that I have to copy the solution. Shalom also has this copy. We said to us, I would tell our friends. <laughs> it's our top secret. So we were, because there's no way we can understand. So we went to memorize the answer. I just had to look at it like this. So when you write this, the next is that you write this. The next is that you write it, you right. I had to memorize it. Then we went into the example. When we went to the example, four questions. Answer three. One from each part of the syllabus. Including the exact question that we are going to ask him. Including that one. There it was, it was there, boom. <laughs> and we saw our friends in the, the example complaining, cursing him. <laughs> still talking, still telling the guy he wicked Oh, The guy be wicked guy. And we're sitting there, smiling. <laughs> it was the first question I answered, <laughs> first, <laughs> first. Lest I forget. First, first, it was dead. So I'm just telling you this is to say that, you know. Don't say that you are not told. Don't say that you are not told. Those say that you never heard some things. Don't say that you, you are not warned. Don't say that you are not cautioned. Don't say that you were ever told that it doesn't matter. You can grow with it. You can move on with it and then... Um, You'll get there. Don't say you're not told. When you get when you go to heaven's gate and you see Peter standing there and you say, hey, you are coming where? You can't come here with these things. You can't, These things are not, are not for this place. So people like this, they can't come here. Don't say that I didn't tell you on a Tuesday night. I told you. Yes, I told you. Do that. So you see, the point I'm making before I start reading anything to you is that there are Everybody has a type of problem. Everybody has a need. Do not think that your need, your need has suspended, put on pause, God's purpose for Christianity. Don't make that mistake. If you think so, you're making a mistake. You're making a grave mistake that you think that because of that, because I need shoes, because I need a house, because I need money. Because I need a husband, because I need a wife, because I want to overcome this problem, I have this problem, I have this sexual problem, or this kind of sin, or this kind of thing. I'm struggling with it because of that. It's like God has suspended his purpose and he's attending to you. As maybe some pastors or some ministers will, will want us to believe. Because it, 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 it comes across as though the main thing to do is to pray for all firstborn daughters. firstborn sons I went to a country once a certain country that begins with one of the alphabets the billboards were big everybody everybody has a, a USB in the country so you see, you see many churches that have specialized in firstborn and they have a verse for it yes there's someone who has specialized in airborne diseases. Yes, airborne diseases. And they're having all night, all night to overcome airborne diseases. Yes. I saw it with my two eyes. It was after someone told me. I was there. You see, you know, you're driving on the highway in that country. B- huge billboards of churches. Here, billboards are for, are for what? Um, ISA. No, their billboards are for churches. Churches. Airborne diseases. Firstborn. Firstborn sons and firstborn daughters. Then twins. <laughs> if you're a twin, different things that they've specialized in to minister. But thank God for all those problems that are being solved. It doesn't change. It doesn't change God's purpose for the world. It doesn't change it. It hasn't changed it. It hasn't changed it. So as you go to church, 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 being around, growing up, growing up, growing up, going through different junctions, different phases, different stages of life, you might think that, oh, that thing is no more important. But it is important. Like one pastor said that he doesn't he doesn't believe in any blood religion. Do you know what he means by blood religion? He doesn't believe in the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus was shed for it's like it's like you know it's almost like it's it's you know yeah. his end you don't know what to you know about yeah there's an unchanging purpose. And that unchanging purpose, it's in one verse, John chapter 3 and verse 16. The unchanging purpose of Christianity, of Christianity. If you live in England, you think that the whole whole problem of the world is Brexit. (laughs) Yes. Because the whole country is at a standstill. Everything is, we we need to solve this problem. Which, which, in a sense, is good because I've been to countries. The reason I was in a, in a certain country and I was driving, when I was driving, I just asked the pastor who was driving me that, is there, is there a government, in the, whatever government means, is there a government in this country? he looked at me like this, and I said, I'm asking this question because I'm wondering that the people who claim to work for the government of this country, the leaders of this country, when they wake up and they go to work from 9 to 5 or 6 or 8 to whenever they finish, what do they do? What do they do? Because as you are driving, as you've been driving for these days, back and forth, I can't see what a government, I don't see the need. I, I, I said uh, it's better if you say there's no, there's no ruling party or there's nobody who runs it. We are, we are all free. Security, you have to organize it for yourself. Road, you have to organize it for yourself. Even school that your child will go to, you have to organize it for yourself. Uh, health, you have to organize it for yourself. Water, you have, if, if you like, don't do it. If you like, don't do this and see. I actually asked. Is there there one in this country? Is there one? I can't see. Here we can say they are solving Brexit, isn't it? Uh So it looks funny, but you can see that they are doing something. And you can even learn the principle of concentration from it. As confused as they seem to be, but they have something they are concentrating on and still coming out with confusion, but they they are concentrating on something. They are thinking about something, though they don't have the answers. Everybody says I don't want what you are saying, and everybody says I also don't want what all of you are saying. So nobody wants anything that anybody wants is saying. So we are all waiting. We are all waiting for the end. Are you not waiting for the end? Yes, we are waiting for the end. Yes, because we all. Everybody said that the main leader we don't like what you are saying. So it sounded as though, the the, the people say we don't like what you are saying. Had something. So they said, okay, they had something. So it was split into eight. So your eight things that you have, bring it and let's vote. We don't like all the eight. We don't like it. it's like children, it's like children in the playground though. We don't like you. You can't lead us. We don't like this. Okay, 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 you two lead. I don't like what you are saying. I don't like it. (laughs) So we are there. It hasn't changed the purpose of Christianity. It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. We could be here. We could, we could have an all night to pray on Brexit. We could have an all night. I'm sure, I'm sure that there must be churches that pray for uh, Brexit. There must be churches. We are not serious. Uh, we, we, we don't pray about Brexit. When, when the Bible says that, pray for your leaders. Yes. Let's say pray for your leaders so that you can live a, a peaceful and quiet life. Oh yeah, we, we, we haven't prayed for them. Maybe that's why they're confused. Stretch your hands and pray for the leadership of this country. Or oh, close your eyes and pray. Pray that there shall be peace, shall be resolved. The will of God shall be done. Pray. Pray for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes. So you see. No, the Bible says we should pray for our our leaders. We have to to pray, yes. We shouldn't criticize them. We have to pray for them. Yes. you have to pray. So, the needs and the pressures of the country doesn't change and has not changed the purpose of Christianity. It hasn't changed it. It hasn't changed it. You You may think that it has changed, but it hasn't changed it. Because sometimes the issues are so real, so real, eating you up so much that you feel, mm, I mean, there can't, they can't be anything else. There can't be anything else. So you go, you go somewhere, if somebody, a church member actually sent me a text and said that he's left the church because every time we're talking about soul winning, I said, since I was born, since, since I was born. Since I was born, excuse me to say, I've not heard Satan talk to me directly like this one. Since I was born. I mean, even say that I'm always wearing black trousers, so you're you you tired, you've left the church. That, that would be better. That. Why are you always wearing black? Why don't you wear red? If he say something like that, so that I'll say, that, oh, it's true. Why am I always in black? But to say to say, actually open your mouth or take your thumb or your fingers and type that every day is so winning, every day is so winning to because of that you are living. I, I, think, I think I've never heard a possessed person speak. I said to myself, I can also put it on my, on my CV that Satan has tried to speak to me before. I can put it on my CV. I can, I'll, I'll preach. I'll, you hear me preach about it all the time that once Satan sent me a text, because I don't know any type of person who can ever think and speak against soul winning, apart from Satan. There's, no, there's nobody in this world, there's nobody in this life, here on earth, under the earth, in heaven, who would ever, in the sea, under the sea, there's nobody who would speak against soul winning, apart from Satan. You must be his employee, or his right hand man. So everything we are talking about so winning, everything is so winning, everything is so winning, everything is so winning, everything is so winning, winning. I said, "Hey, this guy has really honored me today, that I can also put it on my CV that I got a message from Satan." John three sixteen. Let's read it and close. I mean, you can already see that the issues of this life can drown. The purpose of Christianity. It's as though the purpose of Christianity is lost. it's lost? He's it lost. It's like, hey, look, I need money. I need money. It's true, you need money. But it hasn't changed it. It hasn't changed it. You need shoes. You need a shirt. You need trousers. You need black trousers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but it hasn't changed it. Yeah, and the needs are real. Yeah. Need your child to pass 11 plus? Yeah. But It hasn't changed. I had, I had someone who went to do prayer walk on the grammar school. Prayer walk. Grammar school. I don't think, I don't think they've ever done a prayer walk for a soul to be saved. That is like, there's, there's this council flat here. So let's do prayer walk with a secret bottle of oil and be anointing around and breaking the barriers around, around the council flat for, for the unchanging purpose of Christianity to be fulfilled. I don't think so. But did a prayer walk for a grammar school, for their child to get into a grammar school? Yes. did a prayer walk? They went in the middle of the night, parked their car in the car park and started shandamai. Do you understand shandamai? Speaking in tongues so Shandamai, they were Shandamai around the grammar school that's their burden that's their burden and you may think that because of that it's like this is the main thing that God is doing because God I need my child to get into this grammar God I need my child to get into this grammar school so God come here leave everywhere and come here he will answer your prayer your child will get into the grammar school, but be it known unto you, it hasn't changed. His purpose hasn't changed. His purpose hasn't changed. His plans are. His mind hasn't changed. It hasn't changed at all. It, ha- it hasn't changed. I don't want you to deceive. It has changed. It hasn't changed. No matter where you are. No matter where. No matter what you are doing. No matter your pressing needs. No matter what you are en- enjoying or enduring. It hasn't hasn't changed what God wants to do. It hasn't changed it. It hasn't. So John 3.16, let me read it. It says that for God so loved the world. This is unchanging purpose. This is unchanging purpose of Christianity. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This is it. This is the unchanging purpose of Christianity. This is it. Can you see it? It doesn't change. No matter who you are, no matter your age, no matter what. I've been, I've, been, I've been 20 whatever here in this country. I'm in my 50s. I'm still here. God's things hasn't changed. Yes. His aim for Christianity hasn't changed. I've been here going back and forth, going back and forth, seeing different things, different experiences, all kinds of things. It hasn't changed. I've been single here, I've married, I've been without children, I've had children, I've been with little children, I have grown up children, it hasn't changed, God hasn't changed. I've met demons, I've met human beings, God thinks haven't changed, <laughs> yeah, I've met some nice people in my life, most people I've met are nice actually, majority have been nice, 99% have been nice. But I've also met wicked people, wicked, wicked like Alexander the Coppersmith. Wicked people. Yes. But it didn't change, it didn't alter John 3.16. Give me my verse, give me my verse, okay? Don't show me too much. Let me work, I'm working. It hasn't changed that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, the whosoever believeth in him should have a lot of money. The whosoever believeth in him should have proper children. The whosoever believeth in him should travel around the world. It hasn't changed. Yet. It's still there. Everything I've seen, everything I've experienced, everything I've been through, everything I, my church members have been through um, happy times, painful times, crying times, laughing times. When we finish everything, when we finish everything, and we open John three sixteen. it's still shouting over there, should not perish, should not perish. It's still there, it's still there. He hasn't changed it, he hasn't changed it. You go and do prayer work. By a grammar school, he hasn't changed the unsaved souls in the council flat, in the, in, the, in the tower block. Tower block is full of souls. He hasn't changed. They are still there. God is still, God's heart is still, you see, God's heart is still there. That this. You see, there are things that my children would ask me, and I'll tell them that. I'll tell them that. This is not a problem. This is not a problem. Just do this just do this when you do it when you do it this one I know I don't even have to think about it I don't have, I don't have I don't have to think about it I don't have to pray about it. it can be done. I know the answer I know the solution but the purpose for something hasn't changed. It's true you have need for this you have need for that but my mind about something concerning you hasn't changed. So do, do the main thing. Do the main thing. Do the main thing. If you do some things for God, you will not have to make prayer walks around grammar schools. Yes. If you do some things for God, if you do certain things for God, there are other things that you, you won't have to bother or worry. It shall be added unto your life. It shall be added. It shall be added. It shall be added. And it will be added. If you do certain things for God. If you do it for him. If you make God important. If you make God number one. You make God the main... When it, make God number one... I'm not talking about just having your quiet time every morning. It's like, it's like the first thing I'll do even before I brush my teeth is that I have to talk to God. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about doing what God wants. Winning souls, saving souls, that none should perish. John three sixteen, none should perish. That none, should, if this, if this becomes important to you, yeah. everything will be okay. You will actually be okay. But you see, though we are in the church, a lot of people, most pastors, have moved away from this verse. Most people have moved away from it. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's not there. Other things have come there. Other things have replaced it. Other things. This is not the main thing. That's so we have. we have all night We don't pray for souls. We pray for other things. Because those things have become the main thing. Yeah. The unchanging purpose. Number one. Understand that this one, you know, this verse is the most important verse in the Bible. You have to know this is the most important verse in the Bible. Even you don't agree, it doesn't change who God is. It doesn't change God's mind. It doesn't change it. it. Doesn't change it. His mind is not changing. He's still saying that I gave my only begotten Son out of love for the world, that none should perish. That none should perish. That none should perish. You see, all your activities and your energies and your strength in this life should point towards John 3.16. Yes. Then you are living for God. Then you are living for Christ. Everything about you, everything about should point towards John 3.16. Everything about you. Everything about you should point towards John 3.16. That is about John 3.16. All your energies, all your time, your tiredness, everything should be John 3.16. You must, you must... You must count it a great honor and a great privilege when you get the chance to do something to fulfill John 3.16. That, that I've been asked to do this thing so that souls will be saved. That none should perish. Hey, you, 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 should, you should be very happy. Very, very happy. That I've got this chance to save souls. John three sixteen offers the greatest invitation of all time. That is to say, it's the broadest invitation. The whole world. The whole world. The whole world. How many apartment blocks are we not surrounded by? That we walk past every day. We walk past it every day. To go and play our little games in our little churches. We walk past it every day. Every day we walk past it. That's why, that's why you see, I get shocked. It's not like I'm mocking someone, or making fun of somebody. But it's like people really know how to deploy the weapons of warfare when they discover a need. They know how to fast. They know how to pray. They know how to go for prayer walks. They know, they know Jericho principles. They know how to encircle the enemy. Have you read Good General before? One of encircle the enemy, surround him. They know how to encircle him. But not, not for the unchanging purpose of Christianity. For other things. For other things they will do it. When they are under pressure, you, you will see, you will see you, that's when you will discover that, look, this person is not a new Christian. This person, this person is an old Christian who understands, who really understands things that God used in the Old Testament to defeat his enemies. They know, they know those strategies and principles. They know it. But when it gets to the things of God, when it gets to what God really, his heart. And it's like, no, we're like some sleepyheads. Sleepyheads and indifferent bunch. I said, what parts are apartment blocks? All the time. He says, Oh, we don't even know what to do. We don't even know what it's about. We don't know what it's about. We you don't know whether it's a pig farm or a cow farm or pigeons. Yeah. But it's full of souls. It's full of souls. It's full of souls. So one bed, one bed flat that you see over there has 17 people in it. Yeah, it's full of souls. It's full of souls one one apart one apartment can be your center one apartment can be your center yeah. but you see, we come to church and we sit just it's like there's nothing to do there's nothing to do there's so much nothing to do that you have time you have time to play with your personal organs because there's nothing to it's like there's nothing to do there's really nothing to do that there's nothing to do there's nothing there's, there's really nothing to do when you see a concerns I uh, have this I uh, this you don't see it was, was not from this church that someone wrote a letter to me that why has bishop come to raise funds in the church you This church. you're not like a new member who has been there the church for over 20 years as to whether she was suffering from a mental attack at that moment or not I don't know I can't even answer It's not a new convert. Oh. It's not a new convert. Over 20 years old member. I tell her, why? I saw that she had a short spell of mental disorder. Oh, I, do, I, can't, I can't explain it to today. I need to find a kind explanation that, you see, like once when people commit some crime, they say they were not themselves. Yes. So I have to find, I have to find some nice explanation to explain it away. That this lady is acting out of character. On a normal day, this is not the type of message she will send to me. But she sent it. Unfortunately, she sent it. It's there. Cannot be denied. Broadest invitation. Everybody is welcome. Said, For the whole world, broadest invitation. Broadest invitation. That's God. Broadest invitation. Broadest. It's an invitation to 80-year-olds. Invitation to 70-year-olds. Invitation to 60-year-olds. Invitation to 50-year-olds. 40-year-olds. 30-year-olds. 20-year-olds. 10-year-olds. Broad invitation to all of them. All of them to be saved. Number three. We are ending soon, don't worry. Number three is that John three sixteen offers love from the greatest person ever to show love. You know, there are different people that can show love, isn't it? Sometimes the, the type of person, people fall in love faster. The more important the person is. Ladies like important people. When you're not so important, it's, it's quite difficult to win them over. When you're important, it's easier. When you're important or when they can sniff that your future, your future looks brightish ha! Uh-huh. Brightish. Yes. That is. It, it becomes easier. You yeah. like the guy who sings. You know the way he sings. Ooh, ooh, ooh! When I hear his voice. Ooh! Guy who leads the worship. Ooh! One lady came to the church once, came to ask the pastor's wife that the gentleman who led the worship, is he married? And when she was told that she is married, she, she actually stood in front of the pastor and said, oh, someone saw my poster there was a poster of me somewhere a few months ago this uh, lady saw it and she called somebody (laughs) he said said to the person have you seen his teeth (laughs) have you seen seen his teeth he must be very healthy (laughs) whatever that means I don't know what that means so have you seen his heel, his teeth? His teeth, his teeth look very strong. And, and she took like a, a screenshot of the poster and sent it to the person. Look at his teeth. Look at his teeth. There's teeth. <laughs> I, I don't, I've never thought that teeth has, has says anything. So said, there's teeth. So she came for the program on the last day. Yes. It came to the brother that, he it's like, it's like, oh, wait, see. So the brother said, ah, did you not know meet him? He just walked out. I, I, of course, I don't know her. So as I was going out, she was coming in. for just walked past. Said, did you say, oh, he just went out. She said, oh. It's like he really wanted to be to see the team. He wanted to meet me." To <laughs> 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 oh. People like things though. People like things. Why do you see you see they see their brother? He's just singing, but it's like, wow. As though when you take him home he'll sing for you. <laughs> they don't sing, they don't sing at home. They don't sing at home. No, they don't sing at home. playing guitar here playing guitar closes his eyes you'll be surprised what he's thinking about when he's closed you'll be surprised you are interpreting as he really loves God it's like he's really I mean I mean the way he worships and adores God I mean it's like you'll be surprised at what he's imagining or what has made him what he saw that has made him close his eyes you'll be surprised you think he's God, you'd be surprised at what he saw. That made him close his eyes. You'll be surprised. you be surprised. As you sit there looking at his fingers on the guitar and say, Oh, these fingers, they will do a good job. As he's touching the things, he's. these fingers. Thinking, these fingers. Man. Lord, send these fingers to me. Lord. Lord. <laughs> Lord. People just like. People just like. It. Important or people who are in the light. You just like them. It's like, hey, it's an important person. If he hasn't got money, see, he's like, it's important. I'll follow him. It's like, I got, I got him. I got him. I'm the one who asked him. I got him. And then after all the battles, the tug of war, the pool and chauvin, I got him. I got a guy who (laughs) got the fingers but this invitation is from the most important It's from the greatest person ever to show love that's God himself you can't get it any better this, this is what we have to offer to the world. Love from the greatest person. Oh, all these kind of fingers and all these kind of people that you followed, what, what did you get out of it? What did you get out of it? If I should go around now and ask you, what did you get out of it? Where did it end? He brought you back to church, isn't it? Thank God. You chose a difficult route, but at least you arrived. Brought you here. He brought you here. I just hope that he's made you wiser. I hope you are just wise, that's all. Amen. Look at it. Psalm 104, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. O oh Lord, my God, thou art very great. Thou hast clothed with thou art clothed with honor and majesty. Look at it. Psalm 77 verse 13. Thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? Who is so great a God as our God? We have a great God. A great, a great person is showing love to the world. A great person, a great person, a great person. Not not a drummer or a guitarist or a soloist. Or someone with healthy teeth. Is he just biting with it? Is not biting? <laughs> Psalm 135, verse 5. For I know that the Lord is great and that our Lord is above all God. A great God is sending out an invitation. A great God. great God. It's my prayer. It's my prayer that you sit in lifts and go from floor to floor. Evangelizing. Evangelizing. That you sit in it. You press one. You finish. Then you come out. Then you press two to the next floor. Then you press three. Even if it's where you live. Even if, it's, even if that's where you live. You go floor by floor. Floor by floor. Winning souls for God. Because you see, we are changing the purpose. Well, but the purpose has changed. So all he needs to do is to move on. To those who will do it. Yes. Then we become a fireless place. A cold group of people. Because he's left. It's his presence. It's his presence that brings beauty and glory. What gives, what gives honor to a man? A man that he call man of God. What, what gives him honor? It's his love for God. The zeal and the fire that he has for God. The things he's doing for God. Let him try to deviate. He's just an ordinary person. Just an ordinary person. We have to, we have to learn what to treasure in this life. Because sometimes you're not, you, you don't know what to treasure, what to hold dear. Before you realize, you are choosing things like your car and where you work and who you have married and who you want to marry is as, as though it is more important than God. When you have a great God to serve and to please choosing other things then the fire leaves and when, he leave, when his presence leaves you are very ordinary very, very, very ordinary. You are, you are actually no, you say ordinary is even honorable. You, are, you will be become nothing. Nothing. That's what there are churches you would not like to go. You won't attend that church. You won't attend it. As I said, why won't you attend that church? Because you, 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 you haven't been there, but you already feel that there's nothing I'll get out of this place. There's nothing I'll get there. I'll get nothing. When the people of God are filled with his spirit and they understand the unchanging purpose of Christianity, I'm telling you, you move, floor. announcing the love of a great person. 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 You'll be telling people that a great person likes you. 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 you. (laughs) Number what? Four. John 3.16 offers the greatest kind of love what kind of love is this John R- Romans chapter 5 verse 7 for scarcely for a righteous man will one die yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we're yet sinners Christ died for us it's the greatest kind of love When when you are even in a car with your loved one, the one you love most, and a car is driving towards you, naturally, by instinct, you even turn. You turn your side away for the side where you're, the person you love most for the car to come and hit that side. Yes. you You turn it. It's like, hey, me. See, scarcely, scarcely will somebody die for a good man or for a righteous man. Scarcely, it's rare. It's like you stay there, I'll die for you. I heard of a story where I'm came to the house of a couple and the husband jumped into the freezer. Do you understand freezer? He was in the freezer and closed the lid. And he could hear the people doing what they want as they please with their wife. And he was inside. He didn't come out. He was in the freezer. With armrest there. He can hear everything. But it's like, me, I should come out. His wife or his wife. Not his household. His wife was being dealt with and he was in the freezer. He was late. He was inside. He didn't come out. He didn't come out. So the whole ordeal was over. He didn't come out. When he left, he came out. <laughs> to say sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what you would do. I don't think you would come out either. <laughs> I can't imagine you coming out. I can't picture You come out. You You stay there. Yes. You will sit there and say, I was praying for you. I was praying for you. I was interceding for you. I was, for you. I was praying for you. I was praying for you. I was praying for you. John 15 verse 13. It says that greater love has no man than this. No man can beat this kind of love. No man can beat this kind of. Greater love has no man than this. I wonder why we don't follow this love. Why we don't share this love. Why we don't promote this love. Because greater, why you promote, you rather promote somebody proposing to you. Proposal that is late. One thing I've not understood, I'm still trying to understand since I, 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 I came to live in England and met people of a certain color is that they have their wedding on Saturday, then on Tuesday, on Tuesday, they are standing somewhere with a man on his knees and a girl acting and pretending that she's surprised. Say, oh my, God. Oh my God. And the wedding is Saturday. Say, oh my God. Oh, oh my god
1: oh, oh, oh,
2: oh. I, still, I, still, I still can't understand it I still can't understand I can't, I can't understand the act of shock and surprise your wedding is on Saturday we all coming for the wedding on Saturday then on Tuesday Somebody is listening, I want to marry you. And you are saying you are shocked. You finished counseling for six months. You've done beloved counseling. You've done blood tests. You've booked a hall. Together, you've booked a hall. You've gone to a place to go and book a hall. You have your wedding dress and everything you're, stand, you're standing, somewhere. I don't want to mention any of the people. You're standing somewhere and say, oh gosh. Oh you've done everything you've tried all his fingers already you're standing saying, <laughs> I actually I do, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know how fake you can get, how unreal you can get. Why don't we like real things? Why don't we do real things? That's a test. This is it. Do real things. To do real things. You have to ask for Instagram pictures with your Instagram and tell your friends. He proposed. But you've given us the wedding invite already. What are you talking about? You finished counseling. What's he saying again? Have you not finished counseling? I don't know. I don't know. I've just I've just concluded that it's a, it's a it's a black religion. That's my conclusion. It's black London religion. That's what I've concluded. So that's my conclusion. <laughs> Look, let me close. Last one, number five. Number five. John three sixteen offers love to the largest number of people ever possible. Most people can love just one or two people. Most of it, they even just love their children. They can't love anybody outside the world of their children. They can't treat others like their children. All the love has been given to the children. That's it, it's finished. It's finished. Anybody else, you you will you will feel that you are a guest. Yes. So you need a comparison to understand what God has done. Because if you are given a chance to love, you just, you just love people who are like you. People who just look like you, people who are like you, or people who sound like you. There are people, if you're, if you're on a bus or a train, and you make the mistake of speaking a dialect, and they hear it, they'll not get off the bus. So they'll wait for you to come off the phone and, and ask you that, hey, are you from this place? Hey, I'm also from there. <laughs> what is your name? <laughs> yes, I mean, they can't. That's the love they have. They can't at all. They'll wait. They'll wait for you to get off the phone and speak the language with you, for you to know that I mean you've met your brother. Is that like we are from the same place? Don't say, don't say, my brother. You used to be in church. I don't know that he still is, but he used to be around. I mean, when I was here, every time after Cheddar, he would come. To, to your, to your, to your. I mean, which means, which means, how are you? How are you? Or how is it? Whatever. And I used to wonder, why, why? Because every time he said, I respond in English. I say, I'm fine. Thank you. Then he said, meaning that, are you not a gun? Are you not a guy? What I'm saying, don't you understand it? Every Sunday, he used to try every Sunday. And I was wondering, what vision is this? What vision is this? How do you have such a vision? <laughs> that you must speak, you must speak this language before you go home. <laughs> every Sunday, or relentlessly, every Sunday, he'll come. <laughs> they say, I'm fine. I'm fine, fine. They say, you beat you. <laughs> I mean, why? I, I finished preaching, I can't wait to rebuke me. That. Am I not a guy? Why if I'm a guy, so what? says I'm looking for guns to talk to. <laughs> I don't know if, if he's still around. You're yeah, the one I'm talking about. He's <laughs> 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 so desperate. You see, the funny ones are on the train and the bus. Yeah. If they hear you speaking it. They won't come off at their stop. They'll wait for you. When you come off, they like say, <laughs> Very narrow-minded, narrow love. God loved everybody. Everybody in the world. Everybody. He likes everybody. No language barriers. No color barriers. No accent barriers. Yes, none of it. No educational background barriers. Nothing, none of none of those things. He laughed. Everybody, he gave a blank check. Whosoever, whosoever, he hasn't changed, he hasn't changed, still the same. Whosoever, watch yourself when you go on evangelism, watch who you speak to, watch who you talk to. Yes, when you see, you see the guy who, who is wearing the jeans just like you and holds the front, they say, oh, I used to be like this. This guy, I see, I see myself in him. I see myself in him. Let me go and witness to him. Let me go and, you know, I see myself in him. But after you finish seeing yourself in him, there are others that you don't see yourself in them. They also need Jesus. They also need Christ. Yes, they also need Christ. They also need salvation. They may, not, they may not speak your language. They may not look like you. They may not have been to prison before. But they also need Jesus. Everybody hasn't been to prison. Everybody can't go to prison. But God died for everybody. Everybody is not from your country, but God died for them. Everybody has not been a drug addict before, but God died for them. It's for everybody. 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 Are you there? Largest number of people. Even when you're, even when you're having your, your parties. Have you seen how you invite just a few people? Even your wedding. You say by invitation only. No problem. But it shows you how many friends you have and how much life you have for people to... You see, limited. Limited. Nobody can come. Like Jericho wall. A none came in and a went out. Yes. Some churches are like Jericho. There's Jericho wall around the church. Yes. I have secret categorizations in my head about churches. Because I oversee a lot of churches. So I was just in my head, I said, are, these are the Jericho churches. If you like ask me, I'll give you a list of Jericho churches. None went in and none came out. It's been the same. Yes, us to have a, a ministry. When we were on the other side, we had one of the ministries in the church. It was welcoming ministry. There's some three girls. The ministry never grew. Nobody can join. You can't join some three girls, they were the ones in that ministry. Yes, just them. Yes, Jericho ministry. No, nobody joined that ministry till I dissolved it. I woke up one day and said it's over, it's finished. This cult must be dissolved. Nobody could join. Nobody could join. Nobody could come in. Nobody. It's like a chat with Jericho walls. May every Jericho wall be dissolved tonight. Yes. People should be able to come to the church. Others should be able to come into the church. Others should be able to come in and feel free. When they come, they must feel free and feel at home. And be happy. And feel accepted. They must feel accepted. We don't have to um, give rules and put instructions on the wall. No speaking of uh, vernacular. No speaking of this. No speaking of that. I mean, look. Hey, it's, it's the love of God. It's the love of God. It's the love of God. It's the unchanging purpose of Christianity that God loves a lot of people. It is still there. It is still there. We have limited it and changed it and made it into everything, but it's still there. God, God's love is still there. He looks of it, he's even surprised at that why why can't people come to church? Why, why, do we need, why do we need all these man-made rules and things before we think that people can come? How many do you have? Five. So should we end? But it's okay. Number six. John 3.16 offers the greatest gift ever offered to mankind. John 4:10 Jesus answered and said unto her, "If thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Wow. Let just see what Jesus said? If you knew the gift of God, it's the greatest gift that has ever been given. If you see the gift. It's like it's like you are rather being asked to minister to the gift. If you knew what you were being asked to minister to, you would have you would have said, "This is my chance. This is my chance." As I'm seven, as I'm seven, God, you would be asking God, "Can I have this?" Because money can't buy it. Money can't buy it. You know, you not be sitting there, not be sitting there and be telling God, telling God stories, and working arithmetic with God, and doing calculations with Him. You would be saying, "Hey, God." chance. This is, my, this is really my chance to serve you. The greatest gift is in front of this, is my chance. As you, are, as you are giving him a glass of water, you'll be saying. You know, once we had a program, with Bishop, if you remember, we had, I don't know, we call it, uh, I think, Homecoming. Doesn't he preach Greater Grace, isn't it? At Camberwell, that place. Yes. Always remember, he was taking an offering after. Taking an offering after. Taking an offering, people gave So I took one of them. I was sitting in front of so him, and I just I took the offering, and I sat down. Then when I sat down, something said to me, take another envelope. And I was wondering, I have taken one. But then, the voice said to me, take this envelope for this person and give me a name. And said to me that he would tell you, he would tell you what to do for that person. I said, no problem. I just took the second envelope. He traveled, he left. Then he came back to England. And I remember I was driving him. We're driving on the M25 then suddenly out of nowhere I've not said anything to him he just asked this person this person tell this person to do ABC I, I, I I was wondering I mean it's just that you can't say something so clearly but I wish I could say it to you what it was then I remember he asked how old? How old is the person? Then I mentioned the age. He said, "Yes. Tell the person to do this up to today. Up to today. That project in that person's life. It's in his hands. When I when I say he's talking about it, I get I get so amazed because it's not it's not like a natural thing that you know everybody does, but it's like this it's like this particular person." It's almost like the person is his own child. So like this particular person, I'll sort this person out to the logical conclusion. Yes, but I always remember the voice. Take my envelope. I just said, this person said, so, take this envelope is for this person. He will, he will say what this person should do on these things. So Today, it's happening. If thou knewest the gift of God, you would have. Gift has been given. Greatest gift. If you knew it, you say, Yes, you know, you, you drink your water but as you are drinking it. You know, I hear there's nothing too difficult for you. You know, my so you when you drink it's, it's hard for me, but I hear for you, nothing is, is that's, what, yeah. that's what I say. You would have asked for living water, you'll ask for living water if you know the gift of God, you have asked for living water. You wouldn't have said, you drink too much water. <laughs> Every day you're asking for water. Every day you're asking for water. You drink too much water. Can't you control yourself? Control yourself a bit. When oh, you drink a lot. You wee-wee a lot. Oh. You wee-wee a lot. You drink it too much. Number seven. See, somebody's telling me that she went John 3.16 teaches about the most important action a human being can ever take. That is, having faith in Jesus Christ. The simple act of believing earns you you the right to enter into heaven. John 6.28 Then they said unto him, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, this is the work of God. That you believe on him whom he has sent. And then number 8. John 3.16 offers the greatest escape from prison known to man. John 3.18. He that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already. The greatest escape from hell. And then number 9. John 3.16 offers the greatest destination of heaven and everlasting life. Wow. It offers heaven. You know, in conclusion, I want to say to you that. Be a soul winner. And also, don't give up your salvation. Don't toy with it. Don't trade with it. Because you may be thinking, you need a miracle. You need healing. You need a blessing. You may think it's the the greatest thing in life, the most important thing in life. But it is not. John 3, 16 is still the most important thing. Everybody here, everybody here, you must be. Either a placenta leader or a center leader. you You have to change your position in the church. Change your position. Change your position in the church. Change it. Any other thing that you do is like some extra thing that you do. Extra. It should be extra. If you are not, you are wasting your life. And you are wasting your time. This is the most important thing. It's the most important thing most important thing is not for me to anoint you with oil it's not the most important thing this is the most important thing if you do this you will not need oil to be poured on your head yes this is the most important thing anything else that you do should be a secondary thing it should be it should be an extra thing extra extra it's like you know I'm in church anyway it's like I'm in church anyway I'm in church anyways and there are drums so let me play the drums I'm in church. In, I'm in church anyway, and people need to be shown where to sit. So let me be an usher and show them where to sit. But, do not say to yourself, do not say to yourself, I'm an usher, and therefore that is it. I'm a drama, and therefore that's what that's it. No, don't say that to yourself. Don't say that to yourself. Don't change. Don't change because you can't change it. The purpose of Christianity. You can't change it. You can't. You can't change it. It's still there. It's still unchanging. It's there as it is. I've read to you John 3.16. The first time I read John 3.16, many years ago, I've come back and I've read it again. It's the same. God is saying the same thing, that none should perish. None should perish. Nobody should perish. Nobody should perish. Pastors, when we stand in our church, the people, you know, I was asking a pastor over the weekend, by all these people that you have around you, who are with you all the time, what have you turned them into? The last time I read my Bible, when Jesus met these James and John, he said to me, Follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. I'll make you fishers of men. That was even before he went to the cross. He's talking about fishers of men. So I was asking, What have you done to the people? What have you done to them? What have you done to them? The people that are with you, the people who walk with you, the people who move with you, what, what have they become? What have you done to them? It's because it looks as though this verse is not the most important verse. It's as though there are other things to do. It's as though when we do it, it's like we have fulfilled this. Or when we make people become that, then we have fulfilled that. You go to, you go to churches, persons have uh, uh, armor bearers. They call them armor bearers, bodyguards. They have they have two. Their wives have one. <laughs> It's, 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 it's one of my amazing, amazing things. I say pastor, pastor's wife, pastor's wives in London Lighthouse who have, who have protection. And I keep asking, who, who is looking for you? Who is looking for you? Who, who wants you? Who even knows your name? Yes. But you see, it may be funny, but it is called the law of decay. Or the law of deterioration. That's what I've come to tell you. I don't, I, I, don't know, I don't know when I'll come back here. I can come back next week. I don't know when I'll come back here. But I just, I just felt in my heart that as you come and read this last chapter. Last chapter of men are i call to you. The unchanging, the unchanging purpose of Christianity. Unchanging. Unchanging because your issues, your issues and the things that concern you seems to have changed. Because I've seen lady pastors, when they came close to me, they were not lady pastors. When they came close to me by the grace of God, they became pastors. When they came close, that was my only, my only concern about them. Is that this person must serve God. This person must be a soul winner. This person must be positioned so that souls that are saved, she, she can care for them. But when they got people next to them, they will became carriers of their bags. And drivers of their car. And keepers of their car keys to go and pick tissue for them when they need tissue. And they've left it in the car. So you see them for years. People are around them, The people are not becoming anything. Nothing. Nothing. The only thing, you're organizing you a beloved for them. Then when they get there, you buy a, a big hat. Then you go for the side. You are more me. You are mommy. me. Yes, you are Yes, me. You are coming to cut Yeah, I'm sorry, but I can only say shame on you. That's what, that's what, I can say shame on you. Because when you came close to me, not that I'm anything, or oh, I'm perfect. I'm not any better than you. But when you came close, this is what you turned into. When they came close to you, what have they turned into? Keepers of your keys, Carriers of your back. Collectors, collectors of tissue that you've blown your nose into. That's what you've turned them into. No preachers, no ministers, nothing. It's a, it's a, the paper of Christianity has changed. Just changed. Just changed. Lording you know, over people. You've made yourself a Lord. A, 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 a whatever. I can only say it once. What become? When you came close, what did you become? What did you become? What do you turn it to? When I read the words of Jesus, what do you do with people that you have? What do you do with people? I there's this, follow me, I'll make you fishes of men. Follow me, we'll do this. Let's go soul winning. Let's go and do this. That's what Jesus did. People should be saved. People's souls should be won. Souls should be won. The entire church should be turned into an active engine of winning souls. Yeah. Active engine. Yeah. Yes. I don't even know where we learned some of the things from. Of Americanized style, or I don't even—I don't even know where we learned it from. It beats my imagination. I can't—I can't even learn where we, go, where we got some of the things from. But this is my—this is my whatever. The guys call it Amobe. I don't know what the ladies call their own. ADC. I don't know what they call them. But they have people. So I have to have to be have to be with this. This girl has to be with me everywhere I go. Even if I'm transferred to Pluto, she has to come to Pluto. Oh Yes. I wish she was being turned into a minister. I wish that poor, that poor girl is being told to be a minister, to serve God, to win. Souls, like you were told. Like you were told. When you got your... T- you see, and I'm telling you because you'll be, you'll be held accountable. You'll be judged for it. You'll be judged. I'm not cursing. I'm just, I'm just drawing your attention to it. You'll be judged for it. You'll be judged for the way you've handled people. And what you've done, what you've turned people into. You'll be judged. You'll be, ju- you'll be held accountable for it. Yeah. Well, today you're here. You, when you come you here. Automatic front row seats. You're sitting there. You came close to somebody. The person said, to you, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. We close one eye. We close one eye so that we don't see you. Your weaknesses and your shortcomings. We know it was a We close one eye. You can, you can, you can, you can. You, what have you done to them? Keepers of your khakis, carriers of your handbag, collectors of tissues you've blown your nose into, collectors of tissues you've used to do your makeup, and feeders of your children. I don't know what scripture that is. Thank you very much for your listening Yes this evening May God bless you and May you always remember The unchanging Purpose Of Christianity, Christianity Christianity It hasn't changed It hasn't changed It won't change It won't change because of you It won't change for you It won't change It is not going to change You have to remember it The unchanging purpose of Christianity. John 3.16 is that verse. Stand to your feet and let me pray with you before we go home. Close your eyes and bow your heads. Let's say a, a quick prayer. If you're here tonight, every eye closed, upstairs, downstairs, everywhere you are, every eye closed, every head bowed. If you are here tonight, somebody invited you, you've been coming to church. But you don't think you have a relationship with God. You're not sure about heaven and hell. Or you've backslidden. You've lost it. You want to say tonight, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to go to heaven. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be washed with the blood of Jesus. Pastor, please pray with me. I need to give my life to Jesus today. If you're here like that, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Please lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you wherever you are. Wherever you are. God bless you. Lift up your hand. Lift up high. High. God bless you. God bless you. High. High. Hi. God bless you. I can see the hand there. You also want to join. You want to give your life to Jesus today. So you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I need God in my life. I want to be a Christian. I want to be a Christian. I don't want to be just a churchgoer. I want to be a Christian. Just your right hand. I want to serve God. And I'll pray with you. I want to give my life to Jesus. God bless you. Your right hand. High. 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 hi. God bless you. I can see your hands. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I want to do one more thing for me. I want you to come to me right here in the front. Come. Come out of your seat and come here. Come. Come. From the back, wherever you are, Come. Come. Come to the front. Tonight is your night. Maybe you didn't lift up your hand, but you want to come. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus tonight. Come to Jesus tonight. Come to him. Bow your heads with us. Let's pray. Those of you in front, say this prayer with me. Church, help us as we say this prayer. Say with me. Say, Heavenly Father... I am a sinner please forgive me please forgive me of all my sins I believe in Jesus I believe Jesus died for me and he rose up on the third day please wash me with the blood of Jesus now say Lord Jesus please come into my heart Be the Lord of my life. I want to serve you. I want to live for you. Have mercy on me. Say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life. I say, thank you, Father, for accepting me today and making me a child of yours. Say, Satan, I curse you and I bind you and I cast you out of my life from today I will no longer save you I belong to Jesus I am born again I am saved I am washed with the blood of Jesus in Jesus name Amen Father establish these dear daughters of yours in your house and in the faith. Make them fruitful. Make them victorious. Make them winners. Give them strength, the strength of the Holy Spirit that they may save you, that they may live for you. Give them power to overcome sin and overcome evil, Lord. Thank you for that power and that grace. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen bless you congratulations Congratulations. wait don't go yet God bless you Save Jesus and live for Jesus receive our gifts before you go back to your seat God bless you yes you may go back clap for them as they go back God bless you
0: we hope that you've been blessed by this message for more information follow us on social media Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube, and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. And Have a blessed week. The
1: Lord. It's risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and cross darkness cover the people.